Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally through the lens of an occupational therapist. OT Talk, of course, standing for occupational therapy talk, but also could stand for overtime talk as we try to talk aside from our normal day job of working for the Board of Ed, working for the DOE, the public school system. This is an overtime thing. We do different hours, of course. Then when we're with the kids and, of course, also trying to be on target, OT, trying to help you live life more functionally, more independently, more occupationally. We've talked about many, many different topics this season and all seasons, but this season, of course, trying to use things that are near and dear to my heart that I really love to see in my own life or or in my kids' life and the like. So today, tonight, let's talk about the idea of molding things. So we talked about the love of building things. We talked about the idea of being involved in a different type of play. We've been talked about the idea of Legos and Magnetons and Pipe Builders. And we talked about how they're called Fun Fix. But I also found another version of them called Two Blocks, which is very expensive but very close to what I grew up with. And the F-U-N-P-H-I-X, also similar. But when it comes to molding activities... When I think molding activities, I think hands-on activities of hands-on, hands-on de- on different types of aspects of the device or the item that is very sensory-based. It has a tactile feel to it. It has a proprioceptive feel to it. You get the joints involved, and if you move around with it, you play around with it, you could also have some vestibular involved too. Of course, it could have a smell if you make it scented, so we get olfactory. The color of it, the sight of it is wonderful, the visual. I don't know if it's going to have any sound to it, and I don't think I should taste it for the for the, the gustatory, but in general, we could get the different senses involved. And when I think of molding activities, the first thing, first thing that comes to mind is, of course, Play-Doh. I love Play-Doh. We talk a whole series of episodes or so, one or two or so episodes in the previous seasons where we talk about, for let's talk Play-Doh. And Play-Doh activities, we give many, many different ideas that we saw all across the internet. But just to rehash, the idea of Play-Doh is that it's wonderful, it's sensory, you can involve fine motor elements into it. You can involve using the tripod or the pincer grasp if you hide things into it or not. You can make different shapes and different pictures and different characters and different items out of it. You can incorporate you know, writing materials, writing utensils into it. You could cut with it with scissors. It's just a wonderful, wonderful type of item. Play-Doh has such a nice consistency and texture, but remember, if you don't close it, you don't cover it, you don't canister it and put the cover on, it will dry out, it will harden, and it will be lost. I myself don't let my own kids use it in the house, but if they have it in school, I'd love for them to use it. In general, they have used it and they do like it. It's just, it ends up being a whole balagan, we call in Hebrew. It ends up being a whole situation in the house. Destroys the house, it gets dirty and and stuck in the wall, stuck in the floor. But for everyone else, I highly recommend it. And maybe when we're at a better stage that they can use it without destroying it, we'll introduce it again. So Play-Doh itself is wonderful. But also, there's something called Model Magic, Crayola Model Magic, which I like a lot. It's kind of a, a, a mix between Play-Doh and like clay and pottery. It's kind of in the middle. It's a very cool texture. It's a little bit foamy, but a little bit Play-Doh-y. I can't really fully describe it. You have to look it up. Crayola Model Magic. You could find it on Amazon and different places. It's very cool. You can make different shapes, different items out of it. Very good to always have hands-on play. I'm always a huge fan of hands-on play. Play is the main occupation of a child's life. But even for middle school, even for high school, even for above and beyond and whatever age we're at, it's always good to play. It's always good to use these items. 
I myself, a couple of weeks ago, had a wonderful date night with my wife. We found this amazing thing. Really, my wife found this amazing thing where basically it's pottery or clay. Basically, you, you have a bucket and you can make any form, any shape, any, any kind of thing you want using this clay and it'll be forever etched in stone. So basically, we held hands and we put it into the bucket. You have to mix the material so that it's like soft and then it hardens around the, the hands. And then you take your hands out, you let it sit for a little bit. And once you take it out, you chip away at it and then you see the actual hands intertwined. It is amazing. Very, very cool activity. Very, very nice date activity especially for couples but even if you yourself want to make something for yourself or you want to do it with your kids you could do very cool things i've seen how they put baby feet in it or hands or intertwined hands or you know you can you can make anything out of it really very cool that's a that's a grown-up version of how to use play clottery play pottery and the like but in general it's just a very cool idea to use clay to use pottery hands-on molding activities are very cool i don't know if you ever had a workshop i see all the time public schools have these workshops i never actually got to do hands-on clay making or pottery making i just know i know it's very cool very sensory based very hands-on based and you use the hands to mold it into different materials different items it's very good to be involved in molding activities you could also use Building things and molding things with using even wood if you want to build things. You could do a stained mosaic kit for adults. You could also do a um, a stained glass thing. We did this when, when I was in, in the mental health rotation for inpatient psych. It was very interesting. Every day we had an art period for an hour. I, I believe it was like 3 o'clock, 2 to 3 or 3 to 4. And that was a time I liked a lot because we brought out the materials, we brought out the, the, the pencils and the stained glass, and they were able to color in stained glass, molding the project to their own like. And not just the idea of molding itself, we call it molding activities, but anything that you can make to mold it yourself, to make it yourself. They have color by number for adults, they have color by letter for adults, of course, they have color by letter and color by number for kids too. You can find it on Amazon and Google. Coloring, drawing, journaling, molding your thoughts, molding your ideas, molding your drawings onto paper or into different items like clay, pottery, or mosaic, or tile, or, or stained glass, or using model magic, or using Play-Doh, or even slime, or silly putty. These are all good things to work with, to be hands-on, and it gives such a wonderful experience, provided you don't mind the sliminess of it. There's also oobleck, and there's also slime that kids make in class or people can make. There's also home-based versions. I made something called... Um, the flow, flow black. I couldn't figure out how to make the oobleck one year in the summer, so I made it out of flour and water. Very interesting consistency, but also a molding activity. You can make you know, shaving cream into different things using a balloon or using a surface. There are many ways to do things, but for the love of molding activities, for the love of hands-on activities, I can't emphasize enough how wonderful hands-on activities are. Molding activities, writing, drawing, and the like. It makes it a wonderful experience for kids. It also makes it a wonderful experience for adults. It's a great stress reliever. It's a great way to be occupationally involved in a task, whether play or leisure or a hobby, whatever aspect you want it to be. But to use these kind of different things are really fantastic. So I highly recommend these different types of materials, these different types of items. Besides for the actual full-on building things, such as woodworking or like we talked about with the Legos building or using the pipe builder sets, the pipe works or the fun fix or the 
two blocks in general, it's good to have molding activities, good to have hands-on work. For us to be hands-on is really the best way, in my opinion, for play, for leisure, for involving ourselves with our kids, with ourselves, with friends, family, and the like. It's a really cool activity to do so. Even painting, even decorating. We did paint night over, over the years. We had one for my birthday for my wife. One, one year we did that as a party. Another, and uh, different years when we went away for Passover, there was a, a, a date, an idea where we could mold the picture and follow along to the steps, like using a canvas. Also very cool. Anytime we can involve the painting or different aspects of molding things for the love of molding activities, it's a wonderful way to involve the senses, to involve the fine motor, to involve yourself in a really cool play leisure activity, and it'll make the day, make the activity a wonderful way to spend in an occupational way Give yourselves and your kids an independent, fun type of activity and a functional type of activity to enhance your days throughout your life. Join us next time as we keep talking different aspects of For the Love of series here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.